beloved in Jesus Christ our Lord. We have come to the fifth Sunday of the Great Fast. And I think it's probably my favorite Sunday of all the Lenten Sundays, including the four preparatory Sundays that lead to the Great Fast. And I'm sure it's in part to the fact that this Sunday is the last Sunday within the Great Fast. Next Sunday is Palm Sunday. And it's probably the fact that next week that we're entering into is the last week of the Great Fast, and we will have completed our 40-day journey. Remember, Holy Week is a fast unto itself. But probably, I know for sure, the real reason I like this Sunday the most is because it is the Sunday of the Marys. It's the weekend of the Marys, if you will. Yesterday, we had that glorious Akathis to the Mother of God. If you want to know what the church teaches about the Mother of God, pray the Akathist. In fact, if you want to know what the church teaches about John the Baptist, pray the Akathist to John the Baptist. Friday was in the Roman church was the feast of St. Joseph. If you want to learn about St. Joseph, what the Byzantine church thinks, pray the Akathist to St. Joseph. Also, with our Blessed Lady, and we celebrated the Akathist, there is not one liturgical service that I can think of, not one, where she is not invoked in some capacity, some hymn is sung to her in every service. Our divine liturgies, our vesper services, our matin services, the little hours, little Compline, great Compline, the midnight office, she's everywhere. And probably one of the most beautiful ones is what takes place on Good Friday evening. After we have Vespers, we have Compline with the Canon of Lamentations. And there we hear from the point of view of the Blessed Mother what's happening in her heart as her son lays in the tomb. This Sunday, we also commemorate St. Mary of Egypt. And we learned a little bit about her at the canon of Andrew that we prayed and made all those prostrations with on Wednesday evening. The Blessed Mother, from her youngest ages, and we celebrate this on her feast of her entrance into the temple, has always, as she climbed up the ladder, as she ascended to God, has always been one directed to God. Her whole being magnifies the Lord. No other focus was on her mind but that of her God. She had a constant movement to Him. St. Mary of Egypt, on the other hand, from a very young age, had a constant movement away from God. 
She too, at a very young age, began her movement away. St. Zosima, a monk who lived in the 6th century, tells the story of his encounter with St. Mary of Egypt. And when he had that encounter and he went back to the monastery, he told everybody about her. And from that time on, her story has been repeated every year down the centuries, including this day today, March 21st, 2021. Father Zosima, St. Zosima, tells us how he went during the Great Fast and he made a 20-day journey out into the desert, from Jerusalem out into the desert. And about the 20th day, he saw somebody running around. He tried to catch up to this person, and finally this person says, Ava Zosima, don't come any closer, I'm a woman, and I have no clothes. Abba Zosima was probably shocked that she knew his name. He turned around, threw off his outer riyasa to her, and then he pressed her for her story. What are you doing out here? And with a lot of pressure, she finally shares her story. She was born in Alexandria of Egypt. And by the age of 12, she was already involved in a life of promiscuity and prostitution. And she would live this life for 17 years. At some point in those 17 years, probably towards the end, she boarded a boat to Jerusalem to make a pilgrimage, as often people did. And when she got to Jerusalem, she wanted to go in one of the churches where the relic of the cross was. She tries to go into the church, and she says, as she tells Father Zosima, I felt physically barred from entering into the church. I tried and tried, but could not go in. Next to the door was a large icon of the Mother of God. And she went and prayed before the icon. And she asked Our Lady to allow her to enter and venerate the cross. And she began to repent and tell Our Lady all her sins and how sorrow she was for them and how she would change with her help. Our Lady came to her aid she found herself able to go into the church. And she went in, she venerated the relic of the cross, and when she was done, she came out before the icon again, thanking Our Lady. And she said she heard in a loud voice Our Lady saying, if you want to find peace, go across the Jordan to the desert. 
So, the next day, she bought three loaves of bread. She received Holy Communion, and she went off into the desert. And there she would live 47, 48 years. She would tell Abba Zosima that the first 17 years, comparison to the 17 years of her other life, were vicious and very difficult. She says what was happening in her mind was very hard. The thoughts of all the lust kept pressing in. She felt like it was attacks of animals. And she kept beseeching the mother of God for assistance. And she would find comfort. After Father Zosima had visited with St. Mary, he was start, they were praying that night, and he observed St. Mary levitating at one point in prayer. And we know of many other saints that have done that. That's nothing new. She asked him, next year, meet me at the Jordan River and bring me the Holy Communion. So Abba goes back, tells his community who he encountered. The next year he comes, he brings the Holy Communion, as we see here. They're by the river Jordan. Night is falling, the moon is coming up, and he sees her coming. And he witnesses her making the sign of the cross and just walking across the water as if it's dry land. She, he gives her Holy Communion, and she asks that next year he go back to the stream where they first met and bring him communion then. The next year comes. He takes the 20-day journey back to that stream, and he finds that she had passed away. But she had written somehow that the day she died was the same day that she had received communion. What took Father Zosima 20 days to travel she did it in the one night. And so he buried her and would go on to write her life, and it's more detailed than what I'm sharing with you, and it would be passed on from generation to generation. She lived a life of repentance, and she would call upon the mother of God to aid her. The mother of God was her champion, if you will her champion of repentance. This Sunday, this weekend, we have the Mother of God. And in all our matin services, whenever we pray, at all the verses we pray for her, at the canons, we say, Most Holy Theotokos, save us. That's her place. That's the power that her Son has given her to intercede on the behalf of all of us. And St. Mary of Egypt took those words to heart. And she found peace in the desert. And she, for us, is given us on this Sunday as a model of repentance. That no matter how far we've gone, it's not too late to repent. That Our Lady and all the saints are there ready to walk with us, to turn us back around 
to reorient us towards her Son, towards our God, our Lord Jesus Christ, and bring us back to the path of salvation. As a pastor, I have one final thing to say to you. And it may seem irrelevant at the start. Since I was five years old, I've worn a wristwatch. I've worn a watch so long that I feel undressed if I don't have it. My dad had given me one of his old ones, and it was the old wind-up kind. Remember those days? Maybe you don't. And I enjoyed every morning winding it up, and it didn't keep good time. That's why dad got a new one, but I would like to set it. But I've had a lot of watches over my life now, cheap things. They keep breaking and losing them and stuff. And one thing those watches never did, the one thing my watches never did was go backwards. When time has passed, it is passed. You can't go back and get it. You can't go back and redo it. You can't go back and make up for what you didn't do at that time. We had the greatest celebration of the mother of God in extolling her praises at the Ockethist. If we didn't come and pray the Ockethist, you can't get the graces from that because you weren't here and you're not going to go back and repeat it. You can't go back. We only have right now, and tomorrow is only a hope. As the soap opera says, there's one life to live, and that's true, and this is it. And each time I look at my second-hand move, that's a second that's gone by. What have I done with that second? What have I done with my time? What am I doing with my life? St. Mary of Egypt the mother of God, and all the saints have never wasted their time. They've always directed it towards God. Yes, they had to work and they had to labor, but it was always with the mind of God on their hearts and on their lips. St. Mary of Egypt, once she made her decision, once she repented, it was a constant movement to God. And we're called to do the same. We're called to remember that I, if I didn't make it to a service, I've lost the graces from that service because I wasn't there to receive it. I can't get it back. We're called to live a life that the God has given us, and he has given us the church to live it out in. And we've experienced this past year what it's like to live without it. And I don't know what the future holds. All I know is, is we have right now, and we have a beautiful Holy Week coming up, and we have a great feast to the Mother of God Thursday. We've got pre-sanctified liturgy. We have these times to spend with God, to seek out repentance, to turn our hearts to Him. As the saying goes, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make a drink. I get that. But remember, 
A watch doesn't go backwards. Time doesn't go backwards. If we've lost it, we've lost it, and we can't get it back. We have to start now and move forward. Mary of Egypt didn't waste any time when she made her decision, and neither did the mother of God. They are a great example and model for us. And God is waiting with, for us with open arms. Our God, who knows us all by name, desires that. Desires communion with each and every one of us. Let's not lose the opportunity. Let's not let another minute go by where we haven't thought and prayed to the living God.